This is episode number 94 of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to Homeowner's Show. We're glad that you could be with us this evening or daytime, morning, whenever you're tuning into the Homeowner Show. We're just glad that you could be with us. Um, here comes the uh, the ugly bump again, Kev. No, nope, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. No, you're going to leave it in. I got it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> That's so funny. We, you you what, even reminded me before the show and I still left it in. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was like, hey, Craig, remember that bumpity bump part at the end? <laughs> you need to go on and kind of get. Cut so that off. once again, you get a little extra funk in your homeowner show. <laughs> <laughs> we we did that just for the audience. That's right. That's just just for the the true believers out there. <laughs> Good lord, we're gonna get our stuff together one of these days. What is this episode ninety four? Ninety four. <laughs> we'll, we'll have it together by one hundred for right. sure. For no doubt. <laughs> There's no way that number one hundred could be worse than this one. Yeah, it'll it's be absolutely be flawless. We got yeah. six, you know, five to go, and then and then we'll be perfect. Yes. So we'll we'll not need to make any more episodes after that. <laughs> We'll if have we, covered everything. We'll have gotten the bump music right. So if we actually hit a hundred, we will have <laughs> arrived. Right. If we don't get canceled <laughs> or bought out. That's, oh yeah. Well, I would, I would be fine with being bought out. <laughs> if you want to buy us out, please, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> info at homeownershow.com. We can make that happen. Kevin will give you his personal cell. Yeah, I, I, abs- I absolutely will. <laughs> yes, I absolutely will. Cause I can buy a new one. It's we're pretty cheap too. Well, you are. Uh, that's true. <laughs> How you doing, man? You can't set me up like that. I'm going to. Okay. And at least I until do, episode 100. Well, I just, I just know that I'm going to get, you know, fired on. So sure. I'll take it. Just might as well let it, let it be of your own accord. Yeah. I'm fine with that. All right. Yeah. That's actually one of my f- favorite jokes. Horrible jokes. Okay. Um, you know what car Jesus drove, right? No. We drove a Honda. Why is that? Because all of him and his disciples were in one accord. <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> That's the best laugh you got? <laughs> yeah. That's all it deserves. <laughs> well, I told you it's, it's horrible, <laughs> but it's it's kind of funny. Oh, man. <laughs> so so this, this is actually going to be one of the last uh, Kevin E. Craig episodes for a while. We got, we got some cool folks coming in. We got some cool episodes coming up, some, some neat interviews. Uh, since we're finally able to, uh, you know, take down the COVID tape from the studio door. Yes. And, and bring people back in. Yeah. Uh, but until then, we, we have a really good episode for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about invisible fences. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those episodes that we've been talking about doing for a little while simply because I installed one during COVID. Right. <laughs> Something that my wife and I have been talking about since we bought the house uh, doing. But it's, it's an investment, mm-hmm. both in money and time. Yes. And so, uh, but you, you have one as well. Yeah. We installed one about five years ago. Okay. Um, so I, I think, I think this, this particular topic, I mean, at least the way that we've approached it really embodies like the spirit of, of the homeowner show I mean, because you, you DIY'd it. Yes. And then, and then I went out and hired a professional 
um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, I mean, obvious to you and me, and we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you would not have DIY'd my system. There is no chance, right, that okay. I would have ever DIY'd your house. That's right. So, <laughs> and I, I would probably, I would probably tackle a DIY at your place. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's pros and cons to doing it yourself, right? Um, but. Yeah, we'll we'll get into some of that as we, yeah. as we get into it a little bit. But well, so so just right off the bat, what was what was the brand of the one that you ended up putting in? Yeah, so I went with uh, Extreme Dog Fence. Okay, and and there's there's so many out there. I mean, there there's really a a, a plethora and, of, and you're, of this, options. This is a this is a buried wire system. Yes. Correct? Okay. Yeah, and and that was actually a dilemma for for us because. I honestly just didn't want to do the work of <laughs> yeah. putting in a period system and pet safe makes a, a system that's wireless. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and basically what it does is you've got a hub in your home right. or, or wherever you choose to put it, but it, it's a hub that emits a, a signal, mm-hmm. but it's a diameter. Right. So, so it's a circle and, and they haven't figured out. I mean, in, in today's world, you would think they would figure out a way to like projection map some things, mm-hmm. that give you some options. I mean, my, we, we've talked about this uh, recently that my own robot vacuum projection maps my house. (laughs) So you'd think they would have some options, but they don't have it. So it was going to be this diameter. And I'm like, man, that that circle would wind up being in my neighbor's yard. Right. And so I don't don't need my dog wandering. wandering. Yeah. Yeah. And we got that golf course behind us and everything. So it just, at the end of the day, I, I couldn't pull the trigger. It's, an, it's an, not an inexpensive system. Yeah. But it's, it's a just, heck of a lot easier to, to install. Oh, yeah, because all you got to do is plug, plug and play. it in. Yeah. yeah, you plug it in, and and I think you can I think you narrow the radius yeah. and, and, and widen it. But mm-hmm. but as far as any more than that, I mean, you, that's about all that it will do. So it's great if your property is a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so many are. Yeah. <laughs> So many circle properties. Yeah. So we. So what I did is I, I literally just went and did a Google search of best underground fences for dogs. Right. And I, I you know, pulled up one of those top five or, or whatever, and and I just really kind of started reading, comparing, and and reading reviews and trying to figure out, okay, based on what we're trying to do, what does this look like? Mm-hmm. And so I I went with extreme dog fence for mine. Um, and I, I don't know how far you really want me to get into mm-hmm. it before we kind of go back to yours as well. Do you want to, no, you're, good, you you're good. Keep going. Okay. So I, I had to figure some things out. One of the things I had to figure out was how are we going to do this? Because one of the, one of the things I realized is that in order to put an underground wire fence in, it has to be a continuous loop. All right. In your home. So, for example, you can go into your backyard and literally just put a circle of wire down and you're good. It's a loop. But your dog couldn't get in the loop. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because if he's got the collar on, he can't cross that. Right. Um, so you've got to find a way to to either go all the way around your house, which a lot of people will do. Or you can double the the wire in the back, so you can kind of you can you can make basically a horseshoe shape in mm-hmm. your backyard, for example. 
But that in and of itself creates a problem because one of the things you have to understand about these underwire uh, underground wire fences is that if the wire is too close to itself, it cancels the signal. Okay. So they have to be a minimum of four feet. The wire has to be a minimum of four feet away from itself so that it doesn't cancel its own signal. So there's a couple of things you have to keep in mind. Number one, you can't square any, any places off. You can't have any 90 degree uh, turn angles in your wire, because if you do, then what winds up happening is in that corner, the signal goes away mm. because it's too close to it. Okay. Because of the angle. Because of the angle. So you have to round all the corners. So what you would basically do is you could make a horseshoe, but then you got to make another horseshoe inside or outside of that one uh, with the wire. So you're using the same amount of wire right. twice and you and you're creating a four foot barrier that some yards just don't have the capacity for. Sure. You know, you're you're severely limiting the size of your backyard at that point. So uh, one of the the options that I saw was that you can take it like up a gutter mm. on your house. You can bring it up to your house, go up the gutter and around you know up underneath the gutter because the way these things work is they emit a signal that you determine with the with the wire um the higher the signal the the more signal it sends out on either side of that wire and that's that's a radius as well so it's on either side of the wire it's also up and down okay below ground and above ground so let's say you've got a five foot diameter on that thing if you go up over your house theoretically your dog could walk out the door and not be shocked right so i called in i was talking to to um one of their professionals one of their customer service professionals and she said i would highly discourage you from doing that and i said well it actually says that we can do this on your website Mm -hmm. and she said well yes technically you can do it but I've found so many people have had a problem with the signal mm-hmm. and with their dogs having issues with it. I just don't advise it because if you install it and you hate it, you're going to call us and be frustrated. So I'm going to tell you, don't do it. So my issue was I didn't want my dog running all the way around my house. Right. I, I just I could make a big loop all the way around my house. But then she's in the front yard. She's in the backyard. If I go out looking for her, where is she? Um, so I found out there's another option and it's what they call the hourglass option. Okay. So basically you, you make a loop in your backyard and tuck it up close to your house. And then in the front yard, you go around the front yard as well. So it, it kind of creates this hourglass look. Okay. If you were to look at it from above and, then you're not canceling any signal out, those sorts of things. The only thing you have to be aware of is if you put it too close to your house, there could be a signal emitted inside your house. Right. And so if you leave the collar on all the time, could your dog get shocked inside? So we went with the hourglass option, and based on where we put it and the way we did it, there's no place inside of my house that that emits a signal. 
Um, it would inside my garage, but mm-hmm. my dog doesn't go inside my garage. So the second thing we had to really figure out was how we were going to install it and all of those sorts of things. And that in and of itself is a process because um, what they tell you to do and what you actually decide you want to do are probably going to be different things (laughs) because what they tell you to do is to roll the entire length of wire out, test it and then bury it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not doing that (laughs) because I mean, the, the one that I bought was the pro grade system it's one lower than their max grade. And they've got the, the thing that really determines the differences is the gauge of wire. The higher gauge wire you have or wire gauges are weird. Right? right. Sure. So the lower the number, the bigger the wire. So the larger wire that you use, the more reliable it is mm-hmm. and the more resistant it is to problems. So I went with the ProGrade system. It uses 14-gauge wire, and um, you get 500 feet of that. Well, that was going to cover my... In fact, I was I was within 30 feet of using all of it. Okay. So anyway, so I bought all of it, installed all of it, and it worked great. Um, one of the things you also have to figure out is where you're going to put the transmitter the the transmitter is the uh basically the device that you plug into the wall that turns it on okay right? and there's lots of different ways to do that but the prograde system that i bought comes with twisted wire and like i said earlier the signal can cancel itself out if it's too close to each other mm-hmm. so if you take wire and you twist it then no signal is going to be emitted through that wire so it's like your lead wire that you send yeah exactly so that i I put the transmitter in my garage i put the twisted wire out you know i ran it outside of my garage and then plugged it in or spliced it into the wire outside it works great absolutely works great um the install was not fun (laughs) (laughs) to say the least the install was not fun and so, so because well, you well, and, uh, just let everybody know, you were pretty optimistic at the beginning of this because you had a piece of, of equipment that you were planning on using. Yes, to to do this. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, I did a lot of research on this before I bought it, as I do. Um, and on their website, it, it gives you all the information about how to install it. And I did some some videos on YouTube trying to watch people do it. And they say you should use a cable a cable trencher. Mm-hmm. to install this so if if you're near a, a, a tool rental and and home depot tends to have these at their tool rentals um you can buy this cable installer and so one of the things you have to know before you do anything is you absolutely have to call 811 okay yeah you know what 811 is right that's yeah, the the lineberry service that, uh, is that the same number in every state i i'm pretty sure it is it, in However, texas it's 811 it, well that's what you would think yeah it is 811 but when you call them you're it, i it didn't go to where i needed it to oh really i had to actually go online and find a different number and what? then and then call a different number it was an 800 number but i had to call it, it the 811 did not go where i wanted it to i really did, yeah i was shocked i don't know what happened um where did it go i it it just 
it hung up on me every time I called him. It was like, this number is not in service. I was like, <laughs> well, what service do you want me to call? Cause, yeah. Because you're going like, to be in big trouble if I don't. Like, if I cut something and I didn't have it, you know, marked, then um, then I'm responsible for this. Yeah. And I'm probably going to be responsible for it anyway, but there's a there's a different level of responsibility if you don't get it marked so, first. Like, I'm just curious. How, how many times did you try calling these guys and it, it hung up on you every time? Or I mean, like what, what happened? Yeah, it, it was all in an afternoon. I mean, I probably called two or three times and I was like, I'm going to get online and see if I can just do this online. The same thing happened every time you called it. Every time we need we need to record this so that we can, uh, we can, we can call these guys out and yeah, be like, I'm fine with that. Get your stuff together. Eight one one. Yeah, because pay this your is, mobile bill. <laughs> well, because this is a big deal. Yeah. If so, so basically, if you don't know, before you dig, you've seen this commercial somewhere. Before you dig, you call eight one one. Right. And for free, they will come out and mark your all of the the lines in your house. So, mm. uh, for example, my electric line, my gas line, my internet line my cable line all of those things are buried and so they have to come out they spray paint the line they put flags down right so one of the things that i found out though and and this was just kind of learning is most electric and gas lines are buried 24 inches down which is significant sure um my internet was buried it's like a Less it's than about a foot. A, it's a it's between six and twelve. Yeah, twelve inches. Uh, I checked mine. I called them specifically. And they said uh, typical is twelve inches uh, for us. So you kind of have to know that because mm-hmm. the underground fence that you're putting in, they only recommend three and a half inches. Right is all you have to put it down. So I was fairly confident that even though I had everything marked, that I was not going to hit anything, and I didn't. I, I never had any problems. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, but I had to figure out how I was going to install this. I mean, uh, 500 feet. Yeah. That's not a small amount. No. And so they say, hey, go rent this this cable trencher. So I did. I got up early one morning. It was a Saturday. So I wanted to go ahead and get there early. It was during COVID. And so, you know, there's all these crazy social distancing rules and lines <laughs> and wait six feet from the person in front of you <laughs> all yeah. of that kind of stuff and i get there and i said hey i want to rent the cable installer cable trencher and he and he looked at me and he said why <laughs> and i said because i'm gonna use it <laughs> he said what are you gonna use it for i said i'm gonna install an electric dog fence he said you don't want to do that this guy at home depot yeah and Trying to rent things. <laughs> and I said, well, why not? And he said, well, I'll just be honest with you. Nine out of ten people that rent this thing bring it back more frustrated than whenever they got here. And I said, I'm not frustrated at all right now. <laughs> like, how frustrated are these people when they show up the first time? <laughs> I don't understand. And uh, he said, I don't know if ours is just old or what, but it doesn't work. I said, it doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? He said, it just, do you have any roots in your house? I said, you mean around my house? He said, yeah, do you have roots around your house? I said, sure. I got trees. He said, well, 
If you have any roots, you're going to have problems. This thing is, it's just frustrating. You're going to be frustrated. He talked me out of, out of, he's like, no, you can, we have a landscape trencher. If you want that, it'll, it'll dig you. Uh, I think he said like a three or four inch wide trench. I don't need a three or four inch wide trench. I need just, I mean, these cable installers, they're amazing. Yeah. If they work right. Uh-huh. Because what you do is you, you take your spool of wire and you put it on a little stem. Mm-hmm. And you run that wire down a loophole at the like near the ground, stake it into the ground and um, run that through the little eye hole in the system. And you pull that thing backwards, Mm -hmm. turn it on, start it, pull it backwards and it will dig the trench, bury the line and backfill the trench. All in one motion. Yeah. So. He's telling me, he's like, this thing, you're not going to be happy with it. Mm. And I said, well, okay, I'll just go home go. and break my back. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, and that's literally what I did. Yeah. Uh, I went home and I had a, a six inch spade, not, not like a, not like a shovel, like a, mm. just a flat spade. And I went in, you know, went out there, stepped on the spade dug it you know dug it in the ground and i wiggled it back and forth to create a little bit of trench and i went to the next place and my wife was going along behind me on her hands and knees burying the cable with her fingers and like the end of a spoon (laughs) like (laughs) jabbing it down into the into the ground and it was hard yeah i mean it it was it was a lot of work it was warm outside um and it took a really, really long time. Yeah. And there were some roots that I had to like get around. And so I literally was out there with my chainsaw a couple of times, mm-hmm. like chainsawing a root <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't know how else I was going to get past it, you know? Yeah. And so we, we installed the whole thing. We did it in a day, but it took all day yeah. to do. Now, here's what's frustrating. Uh, yesterday, I, my, we have some neighbors that moved in a couple of months ago across the street. They were doing all this landscaping, bringing in big rocks and sod. And it was was a huge, I mean, they probably spent $10,000 and they did all the work themselves. Jeez. That's a bunch of material. That's a bunch of material. And I look out there yesterday and the dude has a cable trencher and he's got wire on the ground. So I just walk over there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, like, tell me about this cable. Where'd you where'd you rent this from? Because they are the this Home Depot is the only place in a 30 mile radius that I could find that rented that tool. They mm-hmm. had it. Yeah. And he said, I got it from the Home Depot over there. And I was like, that I said, that guy tried to talk me out of it. You know, I said he almost he tried to talk me out of it too, but I, I got it anyway. And I said, Well, okay, well, how's it working? He said, it's awesome. I did this whole thing in 30 minutes. <laughs> I said, what the? I, I, what? What? 30 minutes? And he was like, yeah, I mean, he said, no, it, it'll come up a, a little a little bit here and there because some of our sod is, I mean, our, our ground is wet. But 
he said, no, I'm not using it to bury the cable. I'm just using it to dig the trench. And I was like, I would have loved that. Yeah. You know, it's the hardest part. I mean, I can get down on my hands and knees if I have to. And I can put wire in the ground. Yeah, exactly. Um, so just so you know, go rent the tool and yeah. do not let the guy at Home Depot <laughs> try to con you out he of just not doesn't want it. another surly redheaded dude coming in and yelling at him. I don't know what he, I don't know what he wants. <laughs> what, I, I mean, if I was his manager, I'd be like, Hey, you're out. <laughs> just, just sell the, tool. just rent the tool. And he told me, he was like, I'll rent it to you. I'm just telling you that yeah. you're probably going to bring it back and not very happy. Yeah. And I was like, I, and at the time, honestly, I felt like, Oh, this is a good decision. You know, I don't want to spend the 65, 70 bucks to rent it and then get frustrated with it and yeah. waste my day. I saved some money at the end of the day, got done. I yeah. felt accomplished, you know. Well, I mean, let, let's 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 run those numbers real quick. What what would it have cost you to to, uh, to rent that tool? It was about sixty five dollars. For, for the whole half, day? For a half day. For a ha- so but, a hun- so $130 for the whole day. If yeah, you'd had any trouble, you probably would have needed it for the whole day. So yes. let's just assume 130 The system cost you... The system was right about $350. Okay. So in the big... Like in, in the cost of the system, that was a pretty that was a pretty big expense, but it cost you the whole day, like you and your wife's whole day. Oh, yeah. And like, I mean... I was sore for a few days. Yeah. I mean, it was... It's not, it was, it's not easy work, for sure. It's not. I mean, especially if you're just not used to that type of work. I mean, if if, if you're a landscaper, okay. <laughs> Most of us aren't landscapers. Sure. If we're a construction worker, maybe. Mm-hmm. Most of us aren't. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was... To me, it would have been worth the money. In fact, I said that to, to my wife yesterday. I was like, can you believe... Look at them. They, they got the tool over there. <laughs> said he did it in 30 minutes like all the way around his house yeah and she was like well but we got it done i'm like that is not what i need you to say right now <laughs> i need you to be what equally I, angry with me exactly what i need you to say is honey you're an idiot you should have just rented it anyway <laughs> and then i would have felt better about my frustration right now but i mean at the end of the day i said yeah but would it have been worth 65 bucks because if he did it in 30 minutes i could have done this entire thing place in an hour mm-hmm. and i could have had it back in four hours yeah but uh, i don't know it, well this this is the exact same sentiment that people have every time they try and do their plumbing themselves instead <laughs> of calling paul the plumber should have just called paul i'm should have just called paul so every single time man because if there's a busted pipe if there's a leaky pipe if there's a faucet that needs to go in a new toilet's going in whatever it is hot water heater that's a big one oh I've had a hot water heater go out and it is a problem. Yeah. It's we, a media problem. We've actually had Paul put a, put a hot water heater in for us uh, and did a tremendous job. Yeah. So, and that's, that's one of the ones, I mean, like if you're going to have like, you need to get that one, right? <laughs> yes. That one causes more damage to more, especially if it's the one in the attic. Well, and that's what I don't understand is why I put it in the attic, but so many houses do. Yes. I know it's a space saver and you don't want to have a closet or whatever, but Come on, people. Just asking to have your house flooded. Yeah, I mean, just put it in the garage. Well, so here's here's what I tell people. If you're gonna have if you're gonna have a hot water heater in the attic, at least get like one of the the tankless. Oh and and I I would tell most people get a tankless anyway. Right. But that's that's my personal opinion. There are plenty of people out there that disagree with me. Yeah, but it's my opinion too, which means that it's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> which my other opinion is, is that you need to call Paul. Absolutely. If you got any plumbing needs, you can give him a call at 832-521-3252. Uh, trust the experts here at the homeowner say when we say that you need a good plumber and that plumber is Paul. No doubt. No doubt. Give him a call. Yep. So, Kev, like, what what have been the, the the pluses and the minuses of this system so far? Because I mean, you say it costs like three hundred bucks. Yeah, it was, um, and it I think was about three fifty uh, plus some tax. So, so and I'll, I'll let everybody know what I spent on mine. They're probably going to be some sticker shock, but yeah. Um. Uh. So, so three hundred bucks plus you know however much time you spent installing it. So, what what have been your like two two big pluses right off the top of your head? Okay, so first of all, let me, let me tell you kind of what that comes with. Okay, sure, sure. So for for me to to get that system for three fifty plus plus tax, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that comes with quite a bit of stuff. It comes with the transmitter. It comes with uh, a, a waterproof collar. Okay, and it comes with two different probe sides sizes. So if you've got you know bigger dog or, or a thicker hair, hairy yeah. dog. Um, it comes with 500 foot of wire. It comes with 50 foot of the twisted wire. Okay. Which you, you know, you can actually use that. Like if you've got a flower bed or something and you want to, you don't want a dog in a flower bed or a pool. You could send another lead line off the line. Exactly. Circle that. Okay. So you can circle that and then, you know, it, it works. So, um, comes with, uh, two professional splice kits kits and and what that those are waterproof so when you're splicing stuff together you want those to be waterproof because those are going to be buried in the ground so it comes with those They're like a little plastic enclosed closure looking deal yeah yeah it, i've used one of those before and so you, you make your splice and then you put them down in this enclosure and it's got like some uh like a gel in there yeah, it's like a gel and then you close it up and, and it's safe and it, it comes with um the battery for the collar, mm-hmm. which those aren't cheap. Is it like I a mean, specific kind of battery? Or are you putting like, cause it's not like you're not putting like double A's in there. No, no, it's a, it's a, now you can probably get this battery at like batteries plus mm-hmm. most likely, but it's a specific type of battery. So it comes with the battery. It is also it specific to the brand or is it just no. a specific battery? It's a specific battery. Okay. It's probably something you can get at a battery store. I got you. Um, and then it comes with, uh, 10 landscape staples. So if you're putting it in certain places, you need, need some like long stakes, basically it comes with those. And then it comes with uh, 50 flags. Okay. So what, what, what those, those are training for. flags, right? Exactly. Okay. So, so you, you mark it. So your dog kind of knows where it is. And so you know where it is. Yeah. And then it also comes with a surge protector. So what is a misnomer is they don't tell you this on their website that surge protector does not come until you register it for warranty. Oh. And then they send you the surge protector. Interesting. This made a difference in how I wired because you basically have to wire to the surge protector. Um, and so, so you plug the transmitter in and it immediately goes into the surge protector and then out from that and then to the transmitter. So, so so you can't plug it in until you get the surge protector? No, you can. You're just not going to get surge protection until you okay. plug that in. So, so for me, I installed it before the surge protector ever came in and I did not realize exactly how that was going to have to happen. And so I had to make another splice, oh. which is, it's not the end of the world. Um, but I didn't really want to do that. If I would have realized it, I would have wired it a little differently. Right. But just something to keep in mind. Um, if you need that, I and mean, if you, if you buy this system, 
the surge protector doesn't come with it until you register it. Gotcha. Once you register it, they send it out to you. But it's a, it's a nice little perk to have that surge protector because if something happens and your dog's outside and, and that thing gets surged, your dog's going to get surged. Right. And so you don't want that to happen. So um, all of that comes with it, which is a pretty good deal for, mm-hmm. for 350 bucks ish. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, so here, here's the deal. First off, the number one thing you, you asked me two th- two positives, two big, number, yeah. The number one thing is when we moved into this house, we priced materials to put a fence in our yard for our dog. Materials only would have cost us five thousand dollars. And well, and I think that's probably good for people. Not a wooden fence. No, that is that is a. I mean, again, we live on a golf course, and so that that's a wrought iron or or aluminum, black aluminum fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, it's going to cost less money for a wood fence, but it, but materials for a wood fence would be half that probably. I mean, you're, you're still probably talking a couple thousand bucks sure. for, for the materials for that. So we're paying a fraction of the cost in materials to, to do essentially the same thing, which is keep my dog out of other people's business and make sure that I know that my dog is safe outside. Right. But it also didn't block our view and make us feel confined right. by a fence. So... The, the biggest thing was just not having to install a really <laughs> expensive physical fence yeah. was huge for us. So that that's the big one. Um, and, and probably the, the second one was that I got to map out where my dog goes. And so uh, different than like that wireless one that we talked about earlier, I didn't have any control over the radius. You know, it's a circle and I didn't have any control over this. This, I could put exactly where I wanted, making sure that my dog goes where I want him to go, doesn't want to go where I don't want him to go. Mm-hmm. So if I had a pool, which I don't, I, I could put a fence around that thing without putting a physical fence and my dog would not be able to get in it. So for me, it just creates a lot of, um, a lot of opportunity to customize where your dog can go without that physical fence yeah there for sure hmm but i'll tell you i had a major screw up Mm -hmm. major screw up and i i think i told you about what it was uh and it wasn't not renting the cable trencher (laughs) the major screw up was this thing is not the easiest to program okay and, and I don't know if they're all this way. Oh, I do remember you telling me about this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're all this way. And I'm guessing they probably are not. But um, it's a very rudimentary uh, transmitter. Mm-hmm. And in fact, whenever I called I, I and I was doing warranty, I told them what I did. And they were like, "I we've told them that they need to make that more user friendly. And yeah. they won't do it. So the it's it's a it's a problem they they recognize but they haven't fixed it. And so there there's a two-step process. One is you you set the the transmission amount. Mm-hmm. So 
there's a certain amount of surge that your dog will get based on the level that you tell it to give it. So training your dog, this specific one gives you the option of starting at a level zero, which is just a tone. Right. It's a beep. So if your dog gets near the fence, it beeps. So there's no surge at all at that point. So they're not getting any transmission through their collar other than a beep. Right. For training purposes. And then it's got a level seven. And really what's interesting is about this one is level six and level seven are progressive. So the closer they get to the fence on level six and seven, the more shock they get. Hmm. Um, And so there's another parameter, which is the uh, the radius of that transmission. So you can set this one anywhere from one foot to 32 feet, I believe. So I mean, think about that. That's, that's 10 yards. Yeah. And and that's on either side of that wire. Uh-huh. Well, you, you, you're going to have to have a pretty big dog to go through 20 yards worth of, of, uh, of shock. shock yeah. Right? So I looked at it and it looked as if I had it on set on a, a five foot on either side, which mm-hmm. is what I want. And that I had it on a level zero for beep. And so on the on the screen, it showed a zero and a five, which is zero for the beep, five for the distance that that surge, mm-hmm. uh, that electrical surge would go. So there's a whole nother process that you have to do, which is you have to hold the collar up to it and basically pair it to that transmitter. I didn't understand that. I also didn't understand that that zero five that I was seeing was actually the level Mm -hmm. like the zero to seven. It was actually the level and not the distance. Uh. So here's what I did. I put the collar on my dog. I'm like, we can go out there. We're going to train. That's like a day after the next day. So I know I've got the flag set out. I'm going to take her out there and just kind of hear the beep. And it tells you, it explains really, really well how to train your dog. So right. you go out there, you hear the beep and you run to the middle of your, your yard and you just praise them like crazy. And then you take him back out, hear the beep, you run back to the middle of your yard. So I take her out toward the flag and she about comes out of her fur (laughs) and I heard no beep. Mm -hmm. Although I know there was a beep uh, because it will beep at you no matter what, even if you've got electrical going through it. She jumped about five feet in the air and my dog weighs 20 pounds. Okay. So she's not a big dog. Jumps about five feet in the air. Yelps like crazy and will and and like was yanking me back to the front door and i was like you stupid dog it's just a beep like <laughs> what is going on so i take her back cuz i'm like this is what's going on same thing and i realize that it was at a level 5 <laughs> not a level 0 just a beep yeah so i shocked her with a level 5 which would probably send you and me through a window. Yeah. And she didn't come out of her kennel for a day. She peed in her kennel for the first time in her life. Never, 
in her life had she peed in her kennel. She would not go outside. Yeah. And she was scared to death. And I we we had to make the decision that we would not take her. Right, we we took the collar off of her and it was three weeks before we took her back out with a collar on. Jeez. Because I, I couldn't do it. I mean, she would she would literally walk and she would go out to the front porch and she would lay down. Mm-hmm. And she would not leave the front porch. And so I was like, we we've got a problem. And even today, it's been how long have I had that in? A month? Yeah. Maybe longer. Um, and I still have not turned it above a beep. Now, they really want you to have it on the lowest setting possible with an electrical current going through it. Right. So they want you to, if you can put it on level one, that's where they want you to put it because it doesn't hurt the dog hard. I mean, none of them really hurt the dog, uh, but you know, the lowest amount of correction that you can give them is, mm-hmm. is optimal, but she hears that beep and she runs back. I mean, mm. it, it doesn't, it doesn't take much and, and she's slowly going f- like getting over it. Yeah. But it's taking a while. She is not liking what's happening. So we're still dealing with this. So my my biggest con is that it it is you have to thoroughly understand your transmitter. And if you don't fully understand it, call their customer service and and they will they will walk you through it. And it is worth doing that. Because it it was not real clear how to how to figure that out, mm-hmm. and I really i <laughs> I damaged my dog. <laughs> I really damaged my dog. Your dog needs a therapist now. Ugh, there's no doubt. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about yours for a minute. Like, so yours is is a similar. It, it's got a similar function. In fact, yeah. whenever we first moved here. My dog lived with you for a while, my starting shepherd, and you happened to have an extra collar. And- yeah, we, we did. So, I mean, he, he existed on the system quite well. I mean, like, and, you know, smarter smarter dogs figure it out a little bit quicker. And, I mean, he was, you know, he really picked it up just because he was watching the other dog. Right. And we still had the flags up. So, but so ours is a little bit, so we, we actually hired Invisible Fence. Hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll just be, I'll be as frank as possible with this. Um, like we, we, we absolutely love the system and we, we spent, uh, I want to say it was like $3,400 to have it installed. Now, to be fair, we covered six acres. Yeah. Now that's, that's one of the things you have to know about some of these. Not all of them will, will cover that much area. That's right. Right. The one that I bought will cover 10 acres. Okay. And then I think the one above it will cover like 500 or something oh wow like it'll 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 do an amazing amount but you really have to pay attention to how much space you need to cover yeah yeah and so like we we, we've been uh, i mean like as far as like the functionality of the system it's been great um and some of the some of the add-ons that we've never taken advantage of with the system so like one of one of the things you can do um, and I, I don't know if your system can do this or not. Um, I, I honestly haven't spent a whole lot of time researching the other ones. Um, but like we could, we could put like a specific transmitter, like on a piece of furniture mm. in order to deter them from getting on that piece of furniture. Interesting. We could put it, uh, we could put a specific transmitter and this is all like wireless stuff yeah. that we could add on, on the trash cans mm. and keep dogs from getting in the trash cans. And different things like that. Right. So you can, you can actually target specific areas. Um, so like one of the things that we've talked about 
is if we ever decided to get chickens. Hmm. We could add that on, or we could even just do an additional line around the chicken coop, keep the dogs out of the chickens, because we have a dog that likes to eat chickens. Yep, um, that's why he lives with that's you. That's why he lives with me now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, uh, so, so we have a lot of those options. We haven't ever taken advantage of it. Um, but I, and one of the things that they'll, they'll sell you on with invisible fence, which is, which is a great addition is they'll actually send the guy out they'll train the dog for you. Oh, that's nice. Um, you know, so like if you spend so much money with them, they're going to send the guy out, they're going to flag it. They're going to train the dog. I think they do like two or three training sessions Hmm. with, with your dogs. Um, and they'll come out and do it with you and show you that would have been, it. that would have been helpful for me. I would I'm sure your dog would have appreciated <laughs> it, it. Well, we would have had a much better experience today <laughs> if that would have happened. <laughs> um, so, but, and then obviously the install, I mean, like in the, I mean, he, I mean, the guy that came out and installed it, he did it in a day, which mm, was impressive. And he did is. not have a trencher. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, he had like some specific tools he was using and he had a cutter because he actually went underneath our, our driveway, uh-huh. um, yeah. which was a booger. Yeah. I mean, again, you have to make a loop with yeah. this thing. And so you have two options. You can either dig a train, like, like use a, use a cutter and mm-hmm. go through the driveway or you can go under if you have the right deal for us, yeah. for us, we, you know, our, our driveway has a natural break in it. That, yeah, an expansion know, joint. Expansion joint. And we just put it down that. Yeah. That's what we did. So so he, he he put all that in. The other thing that was really good is our, our neighbor had already put one on his property. Hmm. And so our guy was able to come out and measure exactly how far away it needed to be. That was not something I ever had to worry about. Um, and then the system itself was warrantied for like a year. Okay. Um, so all, all of that, really, really good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it worked properly. It came with two collars. Um, you can actually, I think with, with our system, if I understood you right, you adjust the intensity at the unit. Mm. On ours, you adjust, adjust the intensity on the collar. Oh, okay. And so you can set different intensities for different dogs, different collars, different dogs. Okay. Um, is, is yours just kind of a monolith of settings? Yeah. So, so you, you make the, the adjustment at the transmitter and whatever collar is on, um, that transmitter is, you know, they're all the same. Okay. So now, I think I don't remember how many you can put on a system. I think it, I think I can put like five on mm-hmm. a system, something like that. But they're all going to be the same setting. Okay. You can't change it per collar. Yeah. So for us, it's basically and like and the collars on ours are expensive. I mean, they're like two hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, obviously these aren't quite that, but they look they look very similar to your collars. Mm-hmm. But they're but the ones you have are obviously a lot more high tech and there's way more options. We don't, I mean, we don't have any of those options you're talking about. Okay. This one is the, the one you're talking about is definitely a next level system. It it may be, I don't know. I just didn't know how all that, how I just know how ours works. Sure. Um, so from what I understand, we can just keep adding collars and collars and collars. We've had three on this one so far. Um, that's good. And, uh, you know, as far as I know, they've all worked fine. Yeah. Um, so the, the, that, those have all been pluses. The, the downside has been is after about a year, um, we've probably spent anywhere from three to $600 maintaining this thing annually. Mm. Um, we have constant line breaks in our system um, that, and, you know, finding a break in a line 
and this, this is where it gets a little tricky, right? It's like once you've buried that line, unless you can actually find where the ground has been dug up or something's happened, you don't know where that break is. And right. so they have specific pieces of equipment that they can actually bring out and locate that piece, that break, that break in the line really, really quick. Mm. Um, but like every time they come, it's like 150 bucks. Wow. Um, and, and so like they've even like, I'm, I've been such a good customer over the years. They've just been giving me the parts and pieces to fix it. But it's like, I don't know how to find the brakes, guys. Yeah. I mean, like, and like, I genuinely don't have the time to sit and like walk the whole property line and, and try and, is that one? Is that one? Is that, I, I don't know. Yeah. So does, does your caller emit a sound as well? Yes. So, I mean, it, it, you would literally have to walk it. And, even and then, hold and hold it right. I well, mean, all all you would know, and that and that's the thing is you don't breaking it on this system doesn't. Uh, basically, if there's a break, you're not going to be able to hear an. Uh, it's not going to beep anywhere. Oh, uh, so if there's a break, it's just it's just off. It's then it's completely off. Right. Okay. Um. And so. You know, and we always, well, the good news is we know it's broken because the, the home base unit will, or the hub will, will tell you it has an indication sound that it plays and lets you know, it's like, that's the worst sound in the world. Cause you know, when you hear it, it's like, well, there went 150 bucks <laughs> at least. So it's, it's not necessarily the sound is completely unpleasant, which I'm sure it is, yeah. but it's like, it has a Pavlovian response <laughs> to my wallet. So... Yeah, it's, 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 and so like it's, there's, we've, we've just sort of learned like we're going to have at least one or two breaks a year. It's just going to happen. They're going to have to come out and fix it. Um, and they do, they do a great job coming and fixing it. It's just like, good grief. Come on. Yeah. Just one year. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's been pretty consistent. And I don't think that's not, I don't think that's, I'm not trying to say anything is bad about what they used or anything like that. I think it's just, sort of the way it is. I mean, well, it's, it's it still over, happens. Well, especially it's, you know, I think a lot of these systems were really designed to be in neighborhoods, yeah. not necessarily on a big piece of property, like what we're operating off of. Well, and, and how, how deep that thing is buried makes a big dif- difference too. Sure. I mean, if it's buried six inches, the likelihood of it breaking is less than if it's yeah. three inches, you know? But yeah. And it, you know, for, for mine, we're, we're roughly three inches and, I mean, it, it might not take much for something to dig that up or, you know, a squirrel could potentially do that. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm mean, like, for us, we've had like a horse step on it yep. when it's been muddy or yep. whatever. Um, and, and well, and to their credit, one time we actually had a situation where somehow the lines got moved mm. a little bit too much and uh, we were actually getting interference from our neighbors and they're like, Hey, we installed it. We'll fix it. And so, you know, they went through and fixed all of it for us. Um, so, but we've had, we've had some other issues with it. Like the backup battery went out and rather than replace it, we just bypassed it and they kind of walked us through how to do that. Cause the backup battery is really expensive and, yeah. um, you know, we weren't looking to spend that much money at that time and you don't really need it, um, unless the power goes out. Yeah. And th- that is one of the things that I was going to say, if your power goes out, don't let your dog outside. Don't let your dog out. I mean, that's, that's the only yeah. other option really. But like, honestly, like ours, I mean, they, you know, they've, they've been on it for so long now. They don't, I mean, even if the power goes out, they just sort of know their perimeter. Yeah. No, so. that's, that's one of the things that, that is beautiful about it is you do, I mean, they learn mm-hmm. what they can do. My, my dog, even now, she knows that 
if she goes a certain distance, then I mean, she she kind of stays close to the house. And, yeah. And and I really wanted to to venture out a little bit, but it's gonna take some time. She's gonna have to learn. Yeah. And so all all, all that to say, I mean, would I would I spend the three grand again? Every time. Yeah. Every time. Absolutely. Um, one, just because, I mean, like those, I, there's no way I could have done that in a day. <laughs> no, not six acres. No. Um, and, and then had somebody train it and warranty it. And, you know, the customer service that I get from that, I don't like paying the amount that I have to pay for the upkeep on it. Yeah. But I mean, like that upkeep is minimal compared to the installation price. And so like, you know, I'm always... I always am happy to pay it. I, I don't like that it breaks and, yeah. the, you know, things need to be, but you know, most everything's require some level of maintenance and sure and upkeep in order to, to maintain. And I imagine, you know, uh, you know, the, the collars that we bought, those have actually stayed really well. I mean, they work well. They, they still look nice. Um, the dogs don't seem to mind them. Um, so that, that's been nice. I mean, for the price point on those, I mean, that's, a five-year collar that's pretty high-tech collar yeah to last this long yeah no doubt uh, we we actually so so ours comes with a red a red just nylon collar right and it's kind of a one-size-fits-all so i mean you can cut it down but mm-hmm. uh we we got on their website and they offer multiple collar options so you, you have to buy them i think for like eight bucks we bought one that was size specific and it was colorful Oh, it was just the actual nylon piece, yeah. not the not the transmitter or the re- what would that be? That what is that? The it, it's yeah, the, the re- not the receiver, uh, but the actual collar yeah. itself. And so we bought a different collar just to just cause. Well, yeah, the red. Was, I mean, we have a female dog, so we wanted my kids specifically were like she needs pink or purple okay well we <laughs> can do, yeah we can do that so you know there there's going to be pluses and minuses of all of these things mm-hmm. and really you have to figure out okay what kind of house do i have yeah what kind of property am i trying to secure here and know that you know there's a lot of things that can go into this and one of the things that mine offers that um that's nice is you have a, uh, different frequencies that you can put it on. Mm-hmm. So if your neighbor has one, you can just change it to a different frequency and you don't have to worry about it being too close to theirs. Mm. Uh, but that being said, I mean, if you have a bigger property, you, you need some of the add-ons like you were talking about. I mean, yeah. you kind of got to know what you're, what you're up against. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, and you don't really know a lot of times until you get that system in place. And so it's yeah. nice to have some other additional options, um, you know, thankfully we don't have a lot of, you know, uh, dumpster pandas <laughs> for dogs. Right. Um, and so we've, we've never really had to worry about that too much. Um, and you know, they're all pretty, we don't, our dogs really don't come inside all that much. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're working dogs. So I mean, like they just, they kind of hang out outside and do yeah. their thing. Yeah. Um, so, but like, even when they do come inside occasionally, like they don't really care about getting on the furniture. They've got their beds. Right. They do their own thing. Yeah. So they're just happy to be inside. Yeah. So, so just before the show went up, we actually put a question out. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on, on Facebook, basically asking, do you think that an invisible fence or, or you know, that's the brand of yours, but they're all kind of invisible fences. Yeah. Um, an electric fence like this, a buried electric fence. Do you believe that it adds any value to your home and uh i know at the time we only had one response maybe we've got more at the moment but um 
this one person said said no she doesn't believe she does own one she does own an invisible fence and she didn't believe that it enhances the value Mm -hmm. um do you have that pulled up yeah i was gonna say it's it's Lindsay, and i'm gonna i'm gonna try this last name okay it's obernufeman that's not right is it not right? I don't know, but you probably screwed that up. Okay. Sorry, Lindsay. Let, let us know, Lindsay. <laughs> we're, we're glad that you left us a, a comment. <laughs> <laughs> so so what was her comment specifically? It, it, was, it was basically, um, no, that yeah. it doesn't add value because one, not everyone owns a pet. And then two, the people that do own a pet, um, you know, it, it's specifically just to keep things out. And it's for, for dogs. Um, for them, it's been really valuable, but she doesn't think that it would be something that, you know, not, not across the board would it add value to the home. Uh, and, and also we had our, our friend Lisa chime in, uh, and, and she said, you know, really just if they have a dog. Yeah. Um, and I, I will tell folks, I mean, like with the invisible fence, they make it for cats too. Mm. Um, which is great for someone like me who would never have an indoor cat anyway. Same. <laughs> so we're dog people if i'm gonna have a cat it's gonna be outside i don't necessarily care if it wanders off because i'm gonna have a cat if it's gonna be fixed yeah. the only you know utility i have in a cat is for catching mice and rats that's right so and they're pretty and the occasional <laughs> tussle with a raccoon yeah so they will fight raccoons like crazy oh yeah and they win they do win most of the time which is crazy because raccoons are nasty and they're big a lot of times they're bigger than the cats yeah so it's crazy. Well, so I I was actually a little bit shocked by those responses. I was too. But I'm a dog person. Sure. So uh, I'll tell you, we we looked at a home before we bought the one we had mm-hmm. that, that we have, and they had an in, invisible fence. Mm-hmm. And I remember us talking like, "That's a great. That's great. We wouldn't have to do that. We, it's already it's already done. We don't have to. Yeah. It's one less thing that we have to do. And and I could I could refute their their comment and say well my other alternative is to put a fence up well which was like five grand five grand and there are some people if you're gonna buy a house on a golf course like i've got you don't want a fence right you you want to be able to you know see uh, even even though it's a wrought iron fence you you don't want that barrier Mm -hmm. in your backyard a lot of people don't want that so you know again there's going to be opinions on this and I, here, here's what I would say. Don't go put an invisible fence in thinking it's going to up the value of your home. Sure. You know, I, now I, I, I had a pretty relatively low investment cost, less than $400. And I've got an invisible fence. Does it add value to my home at that point? Probably Mm -hmm. for 400 bucks. It's not hurting anything. You spend almost 3,500. So it's a much different investment. And would you get that back? Who knows? Well, like with with us, I I would I would be hard pressed to believe that someone would buy the property I'm on right now and not be interested in having a dog. I'm with you on that. Most people on multiple acres need a dog. I'm, I'm sure they're out there, you know. But if if it were me. Um, and, and most of my, most of my properties barbed wire. Right. So I mean, like it's not preventing a dog from going anywhere or, and trust me, it's not preventing dogs from coming in cause they cross my property all the time. Right. Um, and not without being, 
aggressively shooed. Let's put it, <laughs> let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> so not intelligent animals because we have repeat offenders. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, it's it's not going to keep them from going anywhere. Right. And so like if I if I bought this property and like someone were to say like, hey, if you got dogs, the whole property's covered. That's a huge plus for me. Absolutely. I'm not having I to think. put in like an expensive kennel. I'm not having to put in like an extra small, which was the the previous owner's solution on this place was to just put in a really crappy chain link fence in an area to contain the dogs. I, I don't, which I, just I, hate. Find, I find it hard to believe that the previous owner did something crappy <laughs> to your house. <laughs> That seems like at the high end of what he would, his sounds accomplishment. To me, sounds to me like he, he really went all out. You know, I was I was showing Kevin some pictures of the house, uh, like right after I got a hold of it, and I was showing him like specifically of uh, the studio, some oh stuff. Gosh. Uh, and like it's 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 pretty incredible the uh, the uh, transformation that's occurred around here. It was incredible, and I was incredulous. <laughs> I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Because <laughs> you'd never seen it. I'd never seen yeah. it. No, it was it was pretty insane. Yeah. Well, and you know, to to your point, I I find it hard to believe that someone would look at a a home mm-hmm. that had an underground fence and went, "That's completely useless to me." Sure. I mean, maybe they would say, "I would never use that or anything," but I mean. It's it's one of those things where you go, oh well, that's that's an option. It's yeah. something, you know, something that if I ever chose to get a dog, I would not have to worry about. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe maybe a good way to think about this is it's sort of like a bidet. <laughs> okay, would you ever install one? Probably not. Yeah, but if it was there, you'd be like, isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's and I would th- more than what I was expecting. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I, w- I I would think, ooh. <laughs> that's different yeah <laughs> <laughs> which you know all, all the bidet people were laughing at the toilet paper hoarders oh yeah so oh, like oh that was funny we saw y'all coming a mile away <laughs> yeah yeah and they're going okay who's laughing now that's right yeah exactly I, 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 we actually need to uh we need to look into like bidet sales hmm. for covid i bet you there would be a high correlation i I bet you're right. And uh, by the way, we would uh, test drive a bidet, <laughs> a bidet if someone out there, you know, wants us to review one, mm-hmm. send it to us. We'll have Paul put it in. We, yeah. I mean, he could definitely do it. Now, we're, yeah. we're not going to, we're going to test it at the same time. Yeah. You know, I'll let you test it and then I'll test it sometime It's probably a good later. place to start our research. Paul, how many people called you <laughs> to put in a bidet? Uh, uh, yeah. It's like Paul's never needed to stock bidets, and 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 recently he could have made a fortune. (laughs) Oh man, we are off the rails, people. Uh, Well, we are off the rails. Where would we be if we didn't go off the rails? That's a good point. We would not be the homeowner show. We wouldn't. No. No, absolutely not. You got you got to be you, Kev. I try my best. All right. So. Anything else about all about all these electrical fences and high tech doodads and gadgets? No, I mean we could talk for a while about other things that I've you know we, we could talk really specifics and those types of things. I, I would I would say this: do your research mm-hmm. and find what's best for you. And Craig and I have some you know experience with this. So if you have any questions, send us an email. 
info at homeownershow.com. Go to our Facebook page, leave us a message, Instagram, send us a, a message there as well. Um, you know, get a hold of us and, and we'll answer any questions that we can. Yeah. And we'll find the answer if we don't have if we can if we don't have it immediately on hand. So just let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you have an invisible fence or an electric fence of some sort, let us know what you like or, or dislike about it. Yeah. I mean, that would be really, really good to know. Um because I do you I, have it for a cat. That's yeah. what I really want to know. I want to I want to hear from the cat people. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And 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 honestly, I want to know what your experience has been. Has it been positive? Has it been negative? Is you know, has there been an issue with your story you going that didn't work the way I needed it to and so I'm I'm done. Yeah. You know. I mean, your your dog has gotten out of the fence before. Yes. Um, and and that's a problem when that happens. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, do your research, figure out what's going to work best for you and you know, go from there yeah so. well and if you haven't yet hit the subscribe button because you hung with us this long you obviously enjoy the show so go ahead and hit that hit the like button the share button and send it out to all your friends who don't know how to take care of their homes and we're going to help them that is right well yeah. thank, thanks for downloading this show for supporting us in all the ways that you do and we'll be here every tuesday until then we'll see you next time see you